Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Good morning and welcome. My name is Nicholas Terry Callis. You're listening to The Fan Early Morning Show. Fan Early Morning Show presented by CGR Wholesale, where the average Joe can buy like a pro. And this show, The Fan Early Morning Show, is for the average Joe. For all of you out there listening, good morning and welcome. It's uh, it's a pretty decent morning. Uh, I think I'm over the sourness that the Steelers season has brought. Um, and unless they sign an offensive coordinator, unless they trade for a guy like, you know, Mahomes or Allen at quarterback, they make any significant move that I feel like could be earth shattering, that could be monumental toward their their progress as an organization. Uh, I think I'm gonna refrain from talking about them at all until. The draft. I think I got a lot of my frustrations out this season. I think I got a lot of my anger out this season already. I mean, I've expressed myself. Uh, I don't like Mike Tomlin, even though he was kind of cute and made a cute comment during his press conference about, you know, asking about contracts and 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 stuff. So I'm I'm out on on talking about them. They make significant steps and strides toward an offensive coordinator or. A new quarterback, then good. If not, yeah, it really doesn't matter anymore. I'll see you at the draft. We'll see what they do in the draft. So I'm also excited because some news broke on Monday night. Aroldis Chapman, left-handed pitcher of the uh, in Major League Baseball, now of the Pittsburgh Pirates, he signed a one-year, $10.5 million contract. So that could bolster the team. I'll talk about that a little bit as well. And how about Pitt men's basketball? Pittman's basketball now three and five in conference. They're twelve and seven overall after beating Georgia Tech yesterday. And then remember over the weekend they beat Duke in a in a game that had emotional highs in it. A very uh very good game there. And then another win for them yesterday. So it's kind of nice to see. I mean, in the in the pits of the Steelers season as well, everything kind of seems extra sour and when they started the season off for the conference season at least uh, a little slower it was a little depressing there but it's nice to see them come back around now they were in last place at the end of last week now they're fifth from the bottom so they're moving up they've made a, a good amount of strides to get out of the basement and so far they have so that's good to see um them coming back around they've got another game coming up on Saturday against Miami. They're going and playing there Saturday, uh, this coming Saturday. So um, it's the next time that you can watch them play or listen to them play. Of course, 93.7 The Fan, home of the Pitt Panthers, uh, the men's basketball team. So you can listen to that game um, as well. Coverage starting at 145 on Saturday for the 215 tip. So, yeah. It's cool. Pittman's basketball still, uh, still in the fight. Still, still doing what they can to kind of work their way out of the bottom of the ACC right now. And of course, you know that my favorite sport is baseball. And when I heard the baseball news kind of flow through, and a couple things happened that were of note. I mean, the Pirates' news they signed Chapman. That's big. That's a big deal. It's a big name. It's a reputation behind it. Uh, also though, one of their division rivals, the Milwaukee Brewers, they went out and they signed Reese Hoskins. That deal was announced yesterday. 
They signed him to a two-year deal worth $34 million. And again, since my favorite sport's baseball, I'm going to enjoy talking about this just a little more than I do the sports uh, the Steelers and the Penguins play, right? A little, little more than football or hockey or even basketball, since we're talking about Pittman's basketball a little bit this morning. Uh, so if you want to give me a call and have a conversation about what you think of the signings, 412-928-9370, that's the phone number. Um, and you're welcome to call and have a discussion with me about anything, of course, like usual. But uh, this morning's going to be a little bit more Pirates-oriented. I'm very excited that the season uh, feels like it's getting closer now. I'm excited to watch the Super Bowl as well. I think there are a bunch of good storylines in the NFL. But I know that once the Super Bowl's over, that uh, we'll fully get to embrace baseball coming down the stretch. I know hockey season's going on as well, but again, baseball is my thing. So, you know, when February comes around, um, I know pitchers and catchers are bound to report, and then all the teams report, then March comes around, and then by the end of the month or the beginning of April, bam. I mean, it's here before you know it, baseball season, warm weather, PNC Park and its beauty, all that good stuff. So, yeah, for sure, that's uh, that's something that I look forward to, and... um. And so talking about this news uh, makes me kind of happy because there are things moving, there are things progressing. The Pirates made what could be defined as a big splash. Not the biggest of splashes, but something of of significance. Like it's, we'll start with the Chapman news. I also want to react to that Reese Hoskins news. Um, Reese Hoskins signed with the Brewers yesterday. That was official, two years, $34 million. Um, So, yeah, if you want to call and talk about it, 412 412- Nine two eight nine three seven zero. You can also talk to me on X at Callus underscore three three is my X account. That's C A L L A S underscore three three. All right, let's talk about it a little bit. Um, so Ch- Chapman for ten and a half million, I think uh, a fair price for his reputation in the league. Um, I think that he has the ability to really bolster this team. He's a great asset piece, and we saw that with the the Texas Rangers when he got traded there and won the World Series with them. As the closer of the Kansas City Royals, he wasn't as effective, I would say, because the Royals were not put together very much at all last season. So in that regard, he was bound to be traded. Now, that scares me a little bit when we talk about the Pirates because you don't want him to be another one of those pieces you move at the deadline just because like you want him to stay on the roster the entire time to bolster the team. But it gives you some inspiration as well because the Royals and the Rangers are two very different teams. The Rangers were getting put together, and they were solidifying spots in their bullpen. And the Royals, again, were relying on Chapman to be the closer if they were going to be contenders. It was a, it was an iffy situation. But you have a situation now where uh, you got Mlodzinski and you got Holderman and you got Bednar already on the back end. So if Chapman comes in to any part of the game, you feel like, based on his reputation, you can trust him to get you out. He has a more refined slider now. He's been working on a splitter uh, a little bit, I know, throughout the the later part of his career here. So there are a lot of 
upsides to this, and he's still throwing in the high 90s. I mean, his velocity has definitely dropped off since he was on the Cincinnati Reds. But there's a lot of upside here to look forward to. Now, he is getting a bit older. I mean, he's he's getting toward the wrong side of 30, which isn't, you know, great. But you're also not asking him necessarily to be the closer of the team. You're not asking him to be in all these high-pressure, high-intense situations. You're, you're, you're asking him to be, I assume, he's not going to be the closer over Bednar, so he seems to be properly comfortable with signing with the team to be a bullpen piece. Not so much the guy, but one of the guys that can get you out late in games. And so for, for that, I, I like the move. Um, again, there are some things that scare me. I mean, a one-year deal sets him up to be somebody that you can dump off at the trade deadline uh, mid-season if things are turning south, which I don't love. Um, I, I don't know if I would give him a big contract as well, uh, necessarily either, or sign him to a multi-year contract. I think he's, I think he's in the, in the part of his career where he needs to prove it. I mean, and that would be with any organization. So that's why money's kind of tough as well in, in Major League Baseball, because you got to spend in the right places. And I kind of had mixed feelings when I first read the news, not because the Pirates made a mistake, but I'm like, oh, Chapman. And then I'm like, oh, wait, you know, it's not his all-star form. It's not his prime form. He did just come off winning a World Series with a team after being traded there. I mean, baseball is tough in that regard, too. It's like you got to spend in the right places, and you got to you gotta develop properly, and you have to have the, the stars align to be able to win the World Series. And so it, it it's interesting. So overall, in fully dissecting the move, I think the Pirates made a good move, and I think that he can help the team. It always just scares me, though, too, that, like, you know, sometimes you invest and you, and you try and you really try to build those pieces, and then all of a sudden, you know, things just don't work out. And, and this Pirate season, I mean, the Pirates are uh, – the last hope for the for the city right now, it seems. The Steelers, I mean, they're making the playoffs, but like you know, eh, we've been there. The Penguins are just not not going the right direction right now. So you really want the Pirates to do well, not only to see winning baseball in Pittsburgh again, but also because uh, without the Pirates, um, there's no real one professional team that stands out. Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero is the phone number. I got a caller on the line. Take him now. Good morning. Hey, What's Mr. your name? Callis, how you doing? Good. What's your name? You know who I am. This is Tony. Oh, ho, ho. yep. Yeah, you haven't given it to I me did, yet. You have not given it I to did, me yet. Well, you haven't made one of your crazy predictions yet. Well, from last season you didn't, though. I said they would win, what did I say, 84? Yeah, and I told you you were nuts. Well, they won 76. <laughs> That's not 84, yeah, you though. you were a lot closer <laughs> than I thought you'd get. <laughs> And, uh, let's talk about, first of all, Reese Hoskins. They should have signed him. That guy's a good power. We need a power-hitting first baseman. Roddy Telez is not the answer, folks. All right. Okay, second of all, I want to tear Comcast the rear end right now. I don't know what – if you got Comcast, go to Channel 29 now where the Pirates and Penguins are, and you got to pay extra now. An extra $20 a month now. I think I heard something about that. I don't, but I, yeah. 
I can understand the frustration that's, there. That's really that's really irritated me because that's the only reason I've ever kept cable was to have the Pirates and the Penguins. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Anything else, Tony? Nope. You have a great day, and I'll talk to you during the season. All right, Tony, thanks for the call. Nice to hear from you. Thank you for not rubbing it in too much. That's very kind of you. Um, I can't touch too much on the cable thing, but I can understand how that could be frustrating. But uh, that's something I wanted to touch on too, though. Reese Hoskins signing with the Brewers. Dorotty Telez would be considered a power hitter by the, the Major League standards. He he is on rosters to uh, hit home runs as a first baseman or a designated hitter. Now, whether you think he's the answer or not is opinion, and it could go either way. Um, I said this before when they first signed him. I think he has more potential than maybe some of the other options that they had to sign. Reese Hoskins seems like a more versatile, more uh, not even a safe bet, but like it seems like that's the that's the guy. If I were going to take Telez or or Hoskins, I'd probably lean more toward Hoskins because he has more versatility. Um, not that he was a great outfielder, but he could play outfield for you if you needed him to, along with being a designated hitter or a first baseman. Um, he has a better track record than than Telez. Um, he's a more notable guy, but he also hasn't been. Uh, from what I remember, hasn't been too consistent uh, in his play either. I mean, he's very hit or miss, and he had a better start kind of to his career where it took off faster. Like I mentioned in my headline earlier on, he uh, he was in the Home Run Derby once upon a time. Um, he was part of the Phillies core that kind of got them on the map um, and back to relevance when they were really struggling for for many years, you know, it was it was him along with other pieces, but I mean he was a core part of that team going on an upward trend. And so in that case you, you look at that part of it and you're like, ah man, you know, now the Pirates might not have wanted to spend thirty four million on a guy and, and that's the part too where I mean, baseball's so touch and go with how money works that like yeah i mean you you would have to spend and invest 34 million dollars in a guy who now may be on uh the decline in his his career i mean Reese Hoskins is not uh, anything that has been considered consistent like he's had a few good years that have made the phillies seem like a threat but individually down the stretch here he has not been during the regular season crazy good in, in in any one thing i mean he still hits home runs and that's fine um but like his average suffers and i don't think the home runs are enough for him to really separate himself from maybe other options now again rowdy telez if we're looking at him just on the surface now um he's also a wild card i think that right field in pittsburgh being 320 feet away could help him from the left side of the plate maybe reese hoskins not so much an oppo hitter, and, and that could be another factor into it, right, because you play half the games in a season at your home ballpark, and Telez could benefit from a shorter right field wall in Pittsburgh. A lot of factors that could go into this, a lot of different variables, so many variables in baseball, so many analytics to look at, so many things to consider, and I know some of you are also tired of hearing analytics, which I'm with you. You don't want to try to think of odds and, and speculate about that stuff too much. Um on its face, I would still maybe choose Hoskins, but maybe not. I, I I would not invest 
17 million a year in that guy though. And that and that's the thing. That's what touch and go about baseball. You you spend money and you want to outbid other teams. But sometimes there are prices too high for teams and and the Brewers who are willing to sign him for that much, maybe the Pirates weren't willing to sign him for that much. Maybe he knew he was going to get a bigger contract, and that doesn't necessarily mean that uh, he's going to be an integral part of the Brewers. I mean, flops happen all the time. So I wouldn't get hung up too much on him signing. I, I don't like the $34 million over two years um, for the Pirates. That, to me, seems like, for that guy, no. Now, again, what, what big splashes could happen? What other free agents exist that really could make an influence on the Pirates? I couldn't name you one right now. Um, so, I mean, I think we just gotta, gotta wait and see at this point, but, uh, Chapman solidifies a lot of the bullpen and that's exciting. Another piece in the starting rotation, maybe Skeens will be that guy come soon. We can only hope, um, but nothing, no news on him making any type of debut this season in the major league. So we can only hope right now that's just a vision for all of us crazy fans out there who... Uh, want to rush things uh, for him, um, whether that's the best for him or not. Um, but you got Skeens to look forward to. Maybe another starting piece would be fine. And then I'm thinking maybe one more outfield piece or maybe find that consistent option at first base. Now, again, Andy Rodriguez kind of sent this season on a turn because you were excited to see him. Apparently he could play first base. You know he was going to be the – the initial option at catcher, and maybe Henry Davis could have played first base, but you had more versatility and more pieces to work with with Endy on the roster. Now that you're not going to have him uh, the entire season because of injury, I think that that just you know threw a wrench into part of the plan. And um, I don't know if the Pirates were prepared to try to invest in in a first baseman, a consistent first base option. Maybe they don't want, uh, want to invest long term because they understand that Endy Rodriguez will be back on the roster, and that could. Um, just change where everybody goes. Uh, maybe Jared Triolo will be their first base option, and we just don't know it yet because we're all anticipating he'll play second base. Um, I mean, there are a lot of variables that that could have very well went into why Reese Hoskins was not um, signed to the team. I just want to speculate on those a little bit just to demonstrate to you that there are options. There are there there are reasons probably behind why they wouldn't want to go and get a guy like Hoskins, or maybe they're not trying to do any huge splashes in free agency, at least the first base position, um, just because there are, there are a lot of options that, that, that they have to consider. And again, I think that $34 million is too much uh, for me to sign a, a guy like Reese Hoskins, who has not proven consistency in Major League Baseball. My name is Nicholas Harry Callis. You're listening to the Fan Early Morning Show. Uh, if you want to give me a call, you're welcome to 412 412- Nine two eight nine three seven zero. That's the phone number. You can also hit me up on X at Callus underscore three three. And if I like your comment or if you have a question that's intriguing enough, I will uh, I'll respond. So uh, let me know again on X at Callus underscore three three C A L L A S underscore three three. And then the phone number four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. I'll be right back. My name is Nicholas Harry Callus, and you're listening to Sports Radio. 93.7 The Fan. Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. My name is Nicholas Harry Callis, and you're listening to The Fan Early Morning Show. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. 2024 starts with great incentives on the Trailblazer, the Blazer, the Equinox, Silverado. Uh, go to sunchevy.com today. 90% chance of rain, but it's going to be warmer out, high of 51. 
low of 39. Then tomorrow, a 70% chance of rain with a high of 51 and a low of 45. Uh, Friday is going to be a high of 57, and then temperatures are going to slowly drop from there. But it's going to be warmer to end this week before it gets chillier uh, again into next week. That's fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet.